Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noel Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, and joining me every week is my brother, Pedro. Hello. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro S. Creative Tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That is right. This is the show where you combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. It is episode... Episode 427, it is January 17th, 2024. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. We're hanging out in the Discord chat room. If you'd like to join the Adafruit Discord server, you can join by going to the URL. Oh, what's the URL? <laughs> Discord.gg slash Adafruit. It's up there in the purple banner. That's what I was working on getting up there. So it's up there. Hello, everybody. We'll take a moment to shout out everybody as I Giving shout outs to everybody hanging out in all the chat rooms. We got Mike P. We got squid.jpg. We got MS Switch on YouTube. Also hey, on dude. Facebook, if I can get that to load, and Twitch. Yeah, we are streaming on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTubes. Morning, Shannon. X. Hello, YouTube. Yep, we uh, got some fun NeoPixel projects today. We have some more camera projects. We have a fun snow-based mm -hmm. project, Super fun. Uh, and a handful of community makes all that and the, and more. On you guessed it, 3D Hangouts. I'm gonna kick off with uh, some freebies and a coupon code. Let's start off with the tiers for the freebies. This week, if your order is $99 or more, you're going to get a free PCB coaster with the Adafruit logo in gold. If your order is $149 or more, you'll get the PCB coaster plus an Adafruit KB2040. It's a lovely dev board with the RP2040 chip and lots of goodies. If your order is $199 or more, you'll get the KB2040, the PCB coaster, and free UPS ground shipping for continental US only. And if your order is $299 or more, you'll get all that plus a Circuit Playground Express. Adafruit.com slash free for the details. These get automatically added to your order. And on top of that, you can use our coupon code. Today's coupon code, Fidget. It'll get you 10% off your total order. So that is the morning recap. All right. All right. Let us know um, if you have any questions uh, throughout the show in Discord or any of the social channels. We can bring them in. But now we'll take Sorry, Facebook sure. is playing audio. I couldn't mute it. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Oh, Facebook. All right, this is this week's project. It is the 3D printed SnapFit case with a 24 NeoPixel ring, Feather RP2040, and this lovely ANO rotary encoder with navigational buttons. So uh, this is actually the demo code on the product page for the uh, original ANO rotary encoder, which did not have STEM QT. Uh, this version has STEM QT. And so that means you can control um, it over I squared C with CircuitPython. So this is a CircuitPython project. Uh, shout out to Liz Clark for putting together the code for this one. Um, but yeah, it's basically the demo code for <laughs> uh, that's in the product page for the original breakout board. Uh, so you got the, the scroll wheel that is basically uh, a rotary encoder. It feels a lot like a classic iPod 
um, scroll wheel. You have uh, four directional buttons up. And we, we made it so that you can use all four of them. So as you press, it's changing the color of the, the NeoPixel that gets lit. Uh, and then you can just kind of see that the directional buttons are triggering the NeoPixel that's closest to the directional button. So it's kind of like up, left, I mean, yeah, left, down, right. And then the center button uh, lights them all up as you hold it down. So you can do that. It's like a little fidget toy. Mm -hmm. the, the gaming aspect of it, uh, Liz thought it'd be a really good idea to add the LED chase game that we've done in a previous project. So if you hold down uh, the center button and wait a couple seconds, it'll launch the LED chase game. So as this LED goes, the idea is to press the middle button when you land on either of these three um, lit NeoPixels. So you got to wait and just time it right, click it, you get the... Um, a whole ring lights up in the color, and then as you advance, it gets the the LED gets faster and faster, and it gets harder and harder. And as you advance through the levels, you get different colors. So here, it's a little blown out, but this is a, a more of an orange color. And when you beat that, um, your pixel becomes the color that you just beat. So here's a green color. Let's see if we can get it. Now it's green. This is like a teal color. Oh, I missed it, and then it restarts. Um, so uh, I forget how many levels there are. I want to say there's like 19 or 20 levels. Oh, wow. And when you beat all 20 levels, you're awarded with a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's the LED chase game. And I can just play this all day. And fidget. This is great for fidgeting. Here's like kind of the middle where it's going to picking up. The speed's really picking up. Let's see how far I can get. Ah, <laughs> oh, I missed it. So I was able to beat it just once so far in the uh, week that I've been building this. Um, some things about the 3D printed case, you of course have access uh, to the USB-C connector for uh, charging the battery. It does have a battery, that's how it's portable. Um, the feathers uh, have built-in battery charging over USB, so you can charge the battery. It's a 500 milliamp battery, so it's gonna last um, quite a while. And then you have an on-off switch here, the little tiny on-off switch at the bottom. Um, yeah, this is a piece of black LED acrylic that I milled. If you don't have a CNC mill, uh, you can 3D print the diffuser in this clear PLA. It has these little, um, these little squares basically that snap fit into the grid. There's a 24 new pixel grid here. And it's offset it a bit, or there's some depth to it to kind of, you know, give it um, to give it uh, some space for diffusion. And then um, it's you would want to print it in black, the the NeoPixel diffuser or the the ring holder, so that it isolates each NeoPixel LED. It looks a lot better in person um, because you get a lot of light leaking here over the camera, but it looks really nice in person. And uh, you can press and hold to go out of the LED game and back into fidget mode. So you can kind of see how that looks. Uh, for this particular part, I actually use the concentric um, top and bottom layers so that you get kind of like a diamond kind of effect with the uh, with the little squares. So it's pretty fun. Um, we've done a couple projects with the uh, this ANO scroll wheel. Um, we haven't quite done one with uh, controlling a NeoPixel yet, so I think that's pretty cool. 
maybe you can turn this into something else, something more of like an interface for like, uh, I think Kirby had a cool idea of um, making it like a security lock or something. Maybe it's like a like a Simon pattern match, pattern recognition game. You can do that. Um, but we just wanted to get something pretty simple out there um, to start with for folks. And it's all in CircuitPython. It's all, you know, open source. And uh, you can scale it up, you know, to a different NeoPixel ring or a different NeoPixel strip, all that sort of stuff. Maybe you can add sound effects. That'd be really cool. That's one thing I wanted to add, but uh, maybe next year. <laughs> we'll just keep reiterating on it. Um, yeah, it's about yay big. I think it's 70 millimeters in diameter. It's kind of thick, but that's because it has, um, you know, all electronics and the battery and stuff. Um, you could probably maybe make your own PCB and make it really, really thin, but this works out pretty nice. You get a nice kind of grip handle on it to mm -hmm. play with it with one hand. Yeah, so that is uh, the demo. That's how it works. Uh, we can take a look at the learn guide. If there's any comments for that, uh, just Brent saying that it was a little bit too close, so it got out of focus. Ah, uh, yeah. Times. Yep. Yeah, we can. Uh, I I could do. What is the camera? I can switch the camera lens. And do ultra wide. That way we can do like a real close up. There you can kind of see. Oh, that looks a lot better, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can see with the when you uh, when you slice this part. I recommend doing concentric pattern um, because otherwise it's just going to like kind of do this, this pattern like this, like you see in the top here. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. There you go. Peter showing it off. Um, but yeah, I did print this in white, but the white kind of really diffuses, like it kind of leaks a little bit. So I think you get a better look with the clear PLA and then um, the, the, the black LED acrylic is just, one of the best diffusion materials for LEDs. Just really press fits in there. Um, but again, milling takes a while and you need a mill. Um, um, yeah. So that just press fits in. It's got a little bit more of a loose tolerance too. So it kind of pops out every now and then. But there you can see how, how uh, smooth it is with black LED acrylic. Very cool. Yeah. Fun. This is a classic NeoPixel project, like making something pretty and also fun as a game. Anyway, that's that. He switches back to wide. Here we go. And um, I don't know. I would I would maybe add some, maybe a little triangle to indicate like the directional buttons a little bit would be nice. Mm. There's some other things. I wanted to do, but out of time. Anyway, uh, let's take a look at the learn guide. Don't switch. <laughs> nice gift from Yanni. <laughs> yeah. All right. The learn guide has, we published this uh, late last night. So it's up there. Overview page has all the parts. We have everything in stock. So you need the scroll wheel, the breakout with the Stemma QT port, the Feather RP2040, because it has the built in Stemma QT port on the back there, 24 NeoPixel ring, and a battery. Some other things you want to have is, oh, the battery's out of stock. Oh, no. You can sign up to get notified when that one's back in stock. Um, but I think you could probably use a 350, a little bit smaller battery. Um, slide switch, semi-QT cable, the short one, 
um, some silicone ribbon cables, what I like to use, and of course, a USB cable for charging and programming. You're gonna need some screws, uh, a handful of these M25 by six millimeter long screws. They tend to work for just about all of the like the stomach QT breakouts and feathers. So mm -hmm. these are really nice to have. Definitely get more than here. Stock up on those. Uh, the circuit, circuit diagram is pretty straightforward. You only need three wires uh, for the NeoPixel ring. Um, because we are using the uh, the enable and ground pins to do the on-off switch um, for the battery charging circuit, we are soldering the power to the three volts. NeoPixels tend to want five volts, but the three volts <laughs> works okay with uh, you know under 100 pixels or so. So that's that's fine. Lamar approved it. <laughs> Uh, we got a data uh, wire going into pin five. And then, like I said, this, the switch goes to enable and ground. And then the easiest thing to, to wire up is the uh, ANO rotary encoder because it just connects with the STEMI QT cable. Easy peasy. Uh, we have STLs and source files for the CAD assembly. So you have a step file and a Fusion 360 file because that's where we designed it in. Um, got a nice little CAD animation there. Uh, the the biggest part is 75 millimeters by 30 millimeters. So it could probably fit on some of the smaller printers. Maybe you could print it on a resin printer. Uh, but none of the parts need uh, support material for the filament-based printers. So that's nice. And then if you want like a 3D model of, let's say, the ANO rotary encoder or the Feather RP2040, we have 3D models of those, so you can use those in your design. We have a, a GitHub repo link here in that section. You'll want to install the latest version of CircuitPython on your Feather RP2040, so you can do that by walking through this if you haven't already. And then the code by Liz Clark, again, shout out. I would recommend using the download project bundle so you get all of the, um, the Seesaw library, the NeoPixel library, and the LED animation library. Um, it's all nicely commented, so you can change it up if you'd like. If you'd like to change the colors, the speed, um, any of the features. It's using the debounce library, which is nice in CircuitPython when you want to do something like detect a long press with a button that's how you're able to uh, switch between different modes but uh, other than that everything's there here's a quick breakdown of how the code is working we are um, using seesaw library to control the road encoder over i squared c with the default address and then here are the pins for the buttons you can change those up if you like we have the colors um we, we tend to use the adafruit led animation library um, to easily call out colors like red, yellow, those type of colors. It's easier to name them out than like having to type out the hex value for them. So that's why we use that. And then in the loop, you can see here what the buttons are doing. And then um, the different game modes, just two of them. That's pretty much it. So check it out. Onto the wiring. Um, we want to wire a slide switch to the enabling ground pins on the feather. We got a three pin wire for the NeoPixel ring going to the feather. And then we just connect the ANO rotary connector, which is nice and easy. <clears throat> assembly, we have a little PCB holder that has mounting holes built into it for the feather and the ANO. 
we start off with uh, press fitting the slide switch into a little holder there. And then the uh, feather gets oriented in this way. And then you use um, those M25 screws to secure it down into the PCB mount. The battery fits on top at this kind of weird angle. Let me see if I can make it bigger. The battery tends to fit right here. You want to be aware of um, your clearance for your battery. You just want to stay away from um, the actual JST port. So this is this is what I found to be like the best orientation for the battery. And then the ANO rotary breakout goes right on top of that. Secure it down with those screws. So you get this nice package. And at this point, um, everything's like assembled other than the NeoPixel ring, but you can test the circuit at this point. And then from there, you use the exact same um, mounting holes for the ANO rotary encoder to secure it to the bottom cover of the case. So you just kind of line that up. There's a little hole that exposed that's a cutout for the slide switch holder. So that, that works out well there. So just easy to orient that. Get those four screws in there to secure it down. And then you kind of have to fit the NeoPixel ring through um, the case itself. And then just snap fit that and then line up the USB port with the cutout. So it looks all good. For the NeoPixel ring, um, it has like this little tab. So you want to insert it at an angle. There's only one tab. Um, otherwise, it would break. It would snap the other tab. So, and there's some reliefs here on the uh, on the edge there. But let me see if I can get a bigger photo so you can see kind of how this is working. Um, so it's got a nice tight fit. And then if you want to pop it out, you can just uh, get your finger or a spudger tool uh, mm -hmm. to, pop it, to pry it free. But otherwise, it snap fits pretty good. Um, and you just want to make sure that. Oh, let me undo that. You want to make sure that the NeoPixel grid or rather the, the, the grid lines are going in between the pixels themselves because you can insert it, you know, offset. So just make sure that, that you're just flipping it and making sure that the, the uh, orientation is, is, is good. From there, you want to adjust the wires um, so that they're kind of away because you do want to have this center cut out like free of any wires because that's where the rotary encoder is going to go. So... And then this part here, you'll want to actually test the circuit out so that you orient the, mm -hmm. uh, the NeoPixel ring with the directional buttons. Mm -hmm. So here, this is what I'm trying to convey is that like I'm pressing the up directional button and I'm lining up the pixel that gets lit. You can, of course, change it in the code, um, but I just find it easier to just kind of rotate it. The, the, uh, the ring holder itself, the grid, isn't really registered to the case, so it can, it can twist as, as you want as you want to uh, orient it right and, and match it up. Mm -hmm. So that's all that's going on there. And then from there, uh, you just press fit it into the, uh, into the case. There's a little ledge that'll stop the ring from going all the way in. And then you can install the ring cover if you want to hide the, uh, you know, the breakout. And you can print that in a different color or change the design. I, I played around with different filaments with that one. And then the, the diffuser, you can see here, it's actually white. I ended up changing it because this is what tends to happen. It looks kind of washed out in that white color. Mm -hmm. So again, I recommend using the clear PLA as opposed to a white PLA. And that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. If you want to mill the black Lydia acrylic, you can take the step file. And then um, depending on your, you know, your CNC toolpathing program, you can toolpath it with a step file. Or if you have Fusion 360, 
um, the toolpaths are in that source file. Like they're already set to go. So I'm using a one sixteenth flat end mill to do the uh, the contour in a pocket, and that's basically it. Um, yeah. So that is the NeoPixel Rotary Fidget project in a nutshell. Oh, cool. Very fun. Yeah, Shannon in the YouTube chat saying that they just put all the carts or all the parts in the cart. Excellent. The battery. Yeah, the battery. This fun project. Yeah. <clears throat> One thing to note, um, I do not have mine set up because I don't have the Stemma <laughs> version of the Anno. That's so right. What this looks like does not fit on there. That and I just could not put myself to soldering. <laughs> Something it wouldn't bad. work actually. It's it um it the older breakout doesn't have um I squared C. That too. That too. So yes. That's the main mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. So yeah. if you type in A and that and then the soldering and then it doesn't fit on there. It's like, nah, let me just yeah. wait. The parts will come in later today. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very satisfying iPod like yeah. the, oh, look. when it was still mechanical. <laughs> right. Before they went to touch screen. Right. But, yeah, here's the, here's the breakout you have the original one yes, yeah so yeah it doesn't have the uh the i squared c connector but here's the demo code it's like the exact same project yeah. you know it really is and i'm not sure who uh, came up I'm with it this one's cheaper right the non-stemma but you don't want that you, no, want you do not want that yeah. it's a dollar fifty yeah um there's no orientation for this right this just depends. yeah it's a very the pins are in a, they'll only go in one yeah. spot so if you look at the back here, you can see the pins are only going to fit one way mm -hmm. for the scroll wheel. Um, but yeah, there's your uh, your stomach QT. Doesn't matter which one you mm -hmm. use when you connect it. Mm. And then, oh, it's um, definitely like what three more dollars or something. Yeah, yeah, it's five bucks. And oh, and Squid says he uh, he built his own version out of the old one. <laughs> oh, okay. Because it didn't nice. have the I squared C. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and it has a bigger LED ring. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, if you want to go that route, yeah, this is like $3 cheaper. Cool. Build your own. Yep. Or if you want to make a, yeah, we have the LED chase game. Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. On that one. Oh, yeah, there, there we go. It uses an arcade button, which is kind of cool. It's kind of got this like side lit thing going on. Yeah. It's got this kind of cool. Um, like a little mini disc. DJ if you put two yeah. of these together. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is a lot of fun. And um, ooh, I forget how many pixels it is, but yeah, it is scalable. You just tell the code how many pixels you have, and it scales it up, which is nice. This one's a lot of fun because you got like that big stompy thing. I guess you could use like a big oh, arcade yeah. thing and like foot stomp it if you want. Oh, uh, yeah. Make it like a room, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like a game. Or make it with that, you know, the bigger one, the CNC. Oh, uh, yeah. Cool. Maybe do it with that one. Yeah, we do have a lot of fun rotary encoders. Um, oh, in the store. Very cool. Yeah. Well, the kids can't oh, wait yeah, for that, that part to come in. This is so cool. Look at that one. <laughs> this one's huge. Yeah. This one's really oh. chunky, though, right? It has like a like a big click, kind of like a like a security safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this one's cool too. All the fun choices, but again, this is just like a start off point of the project. Yeah. So cool. Again, okay. that's pretty much the project. DJ set for ants. There you go. Oh, that's uh, what I saw for the the provision. <laughs> it was DJ. Of course, they have their. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking about the 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 Vision Pro from Apple uh, earlier in the like, show. 
before the show and we were like what, what um what real quick shannon is asking what battery do you recommend since the 500s aren't in stock i was saying the yeah. 420 you said the three so the only thing that i would worry about is the battery thickness so i don't want it to be too thick because like it is just the right thickness the 500 milliamp battery mm -hmm. so let me see 300 ma oh mah <clears throat> oh there's no thickness to it right I mean, I yeah it's five millimeters thick let me see um how thick is the 500 milliamp battery Ooh, it's just a little bit thinner, but maybe the size will fit. Oh, and the, the battery cable's shorter too. That's right, yeah. I would have to try that out. Um, I would feel the safest if you just waited for the 500 milliamp, because I would hate for you to order the 350 battery, and it turns out it's just too thick. So, Ugh. yeah. I mean, it's up to you if you want to try, but I would, I would say get you know wait. What other ones would fit? A four twenty. I think this one's even thicker, right? I, mean, I can grab one and just place it in real quick. Really? Okay. Um, this one's five point two. Uh, it really is like it's not, it's not too tight, but it's like the perfect height for the um the 500 milliamp battery so i would wait for it <clears throat> so we're comparing a 420 to a 500 yeah the thickness of it either a 420 or a 350 i don't think i, mean, I they, they seem the same size <laughs> really yeah it's yeah, 500 as well 420 if anything it's like oh maybe the 400 will work because the 400 is is way slimmer and it would it would fit in between the stem QT ports. That's the main thing is those stem QT ports. The 420 um, would fit, dude. It it does. Okay. Yeah, check it out. All right. Do you want your overhead or what are we doing? I can make you bigger. Right, but once the see the, once the feather is there, oh, it goes it gets, on top. It gets way um way tighter. Get a feather. <laughs> yeah. I am now in uh, this mode. Let's see if I can swap it out. All right, so here's a little quick disassembly. Um, I just got my fingernail in between there, and this comes off easily. And then we want to take mm, off yeah. this. It doesn't fit, does it? It does not. Yeah. Just see here how just how tight. Just how tight of a tolerance it is there. It's because yeah. those those uh if you raise the standoffs. Yeah, I guess so. You would have to update the case. I'm go I'm gonna have to update the standoffs because the five hundred I have. <laughs> it doesn't? Fit. No. <laughs> no, it does if you if you rotate like that, the right? um the battery so that the um so that it's not over the JST connector, like in the uh, photo. Um it should fit. The wires are on this one. 
Yeah. So, wait for the 500. <laughs> I just want to be sure. Um, yeah. Um, okay, it's because I have this little drop of glue to act as a... Uh, oh, no, really? Something? That's what stops it? Oh, trainer leaf. Yeah. Yeah, I would say wait and wait, or if you got the the um the ability to modify the CAD, you can. You can I was gonna it. say I, I I may have to do that. Yeah, because you don't have a five hundred, really. I mean, the one I have, <laughs> I don't want to rip off this. I mean, oh, I, I could. Yeah. yeah, it's this little drop of glue that's messing with yeah. it. A lot of our projects use the five hundred because it's like a good thin. But like That's why I don't have any more. <laughs> yeah, so I just took off the uh, the road encoder. You can see how I have this positioned. So it is at this kind of forty five degree angle, mm -hmm. and then it's avoiding uh, going over the JST connector. And I still have like the default tape on there that works out really well. Ah, so yeah. let's, let's disconnect it. Oh, that's right. And then the uh, standoff is just in the way <laughs> for this battery not to come off. So you kind of have to take the, the feather yeah. off. So I could bad. do that. Do we, we have time? We have like, we, we have I, maybe, I'm going to give this five minutes and then we're going to move on. I would definitely add another 1.5 mil to the, to the standoff. Overall. Yeah. yeah. The standoff. If yeah. the case can handle it, look at that. Here's my 500. Again, this is an old stock. The newer stock might be thinner, but yeah, I'll still do it. And the case is already thick as it is, you know? It's like, oh, I'm really I did not think there was going to be a battery in it. I thought it was going to be a plug, but... That's right. If you don't mind it being wired into your computer or a USB battery bank, you can just power it off USB. Mm -hmm. But we want it to be portable. No, it makes sense to be portable. All right, so I got this connected. I guess we could redesign the um, the PCB mount to to snap fit the uh, the feather, but it's just easier to use screws when it comes to like designing because then you have less features to worry about. So you're always looking at this balance. Like, do I want to put the time in yeah. to make it snap fit, and then you end up adding like some additional clips and things. So sometimes it's not worth it. All right. So will this fit? Yes. Yes. It totally fits. You can see here how I fitted it in there. This is a 400 battery. Okay. And it, it just fits there. Let me uh, go ahead and do this down. Do we have 400 in stock? Um, Maybe you can check. So I have the 420. I did not try the 420. I think the 420 is, is thicker. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I don't think it'll fit the 420 because you can see here that the pins are just barely over, but thankfully not puncturing the battery. Yeah, you can see there's a little bit of clearance there. I guess you could snip off, snip the um, the pins on the bottom of the, the rotary breakout, snip those off so that they're clean and they won't puncture your battery. 
just in case. Like I said, they're not um, puncturing it right now, but just to be safe, or maybe if you're using the 420 battery. Yeah, so it definitely fits the 400. You don't have any 400s. Oh, man, storage of batteries. And that was more rectangular, right? The 400? Yeah, it's more rectangular. <laughs> I used all of them up. Really? Oh, my. Yep. My last order, I only ordered more uh, 420s. Uh, so I will go in there and update these standoffs. <laughs> all right. Because I'm going to need it for mine. Really? Okay. <laughs> yep. You don't have a project you can rip it out of, I guess, huh? Um, I can't think of one that comes to mind. Yeah. Like all the cameras, um, they all have 420s in them. Really? Yeah. That's true. Mine does too. Yeah, here's my, yeah, it's a little, it's definitely thicker. <laughs> yeah, my I have another. About 500 two and a half millimeters, something like that. I forget what project we're at. Ordered like two 500s. Because I was like, I know I'm going to need these one day. And here mm -hmm. I am. But like we said, the um, the 400 milliamp battery should be okay. Yeah, the rest is like... Yeah, and they're in stock. Yeah. Even with the, the yeah. short cable, it, it tends to fit just fine. So these are great too. All right, so we recommend the 400. The 500 or the 400. Tested right here live. <laughs> cool. Shanna says, sorry <laughs> for uh, making you guys do this. Oh, no. I, no, we want to make it, sure. So I still have to, have to build know. this one. <laughs> Pedro still needs to build his. Uh-huh. And so I'll definitely have enough. real team. kind of problems that you run to when you're designing a case. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah, those it's it, it um, different batteries. Uh, stock, there's always change in stock too. Like the batteries, the exact same part. Yeah. Our suppliers can change on you. Yep. Um, you can have a, dock, <laughs> a drop of glue that will <laughs> totally. A drop uh, of glue that completely. Yeah. Like I, I got to go in there carefully snip it off because it's like. You know, you know what I noticed is our newer battery stock has the batteries right angled, which yeah, is really nice for like. Mm -hmm. For strain relief, yeah. Yeah, for strain relief and for just like clearances for tight spaces, mm -hmm. it tends to work out better. Yeah. So this is the stock battery. It has like this tape here to keep the uh, the battery nice and the battery cable nice and short. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of cool. I really like how they start doing that. Um, so just some FYI, FYI DIY. All right. Are we ready for prototyping? Yes. Uh, this week on what are we prototyping? We got more camera projects. So a simple little one to do remote triggering by having an external uh, shutter button. A lot of the intervalometers that we're used to for using cameras have this. So it's just so yeah. you can push the button, activate the shutter without having to shake the camera, especially for like low light situations where your shutter speed is going to be super low. You're going to get all that shake in there. Or mm -hmm. if you're doing... Um, I did a stop motion animation test and the same thing. Like you can see the, the camera move slightly. Yeah, exactly. So, this so is a great little addition. Low light, shutter, or um, just generally not wanting you to have any movement in the camera. You have this external button that'll hopefully not 
uh, move the camera as well. So this is uh, will be um, or the wire will be plugged into the A zero. I believe you're able to do that. Yep. And I just punched some holes in there so you have access to all the ports. So uh, your stemma port and your other um, analog uh, stemma one in there too. Mm -hmm. So could we actually get all of these controls to be external, like another joypad? I think Lamar mentioned uh, another Wiimote doing that. Would be, that would that be great. Yeah, Wiimote. That'd be kind of cool. Or at least like the up and down arrows just so we can like switch the resolution or the mode that we're in. Be cool, but for now, it's just the shutter. You know what? Um, you could use the, the, the scroll wheel with the directional buttons oh, via I squared C with the stem key T port, and then maybe you can control cool. it that way. Huh. So, yeah, I think you can. Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Mm -hmm. So, what's inside the um, shutter button is the so inside here we have the stem uh, push momentary push button, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a nice breakout that has like the button switch pre-soldered, and then it has a JST three-pin JST board right on it. So I need to go grab my spudger tool. <laughs> oh no, these are great. I love a spudger tool. This is mine. It has uh, two ends on it. One end is uh, kind of sharp, tapered off, and then yeah, you got the same one. And then this one's like, a little bit more flat. Yeah, these are great tools. Definitely they help you open things. Getting this guy open. Yeah, like so. this, for example. Go. Let's take a peek on the inside of this guy. So super simple little um this. So super simple little stemma tactile button here. So it's just a push button on PCB attached with a little port on there. You can hook up your wire. And no screws for this, just little nubs that are holding it in place. Oh, great. Yeah. And then the top oh, cover yeah. has a cutout for the button. And on the top cover, yeah. Yeah, little that's clever. Here, little snaps here. Oh, a little bit of string from the printing. <laughs> and then yep. just these little aligners to mm -hmm. uh, have the cable pushed down on. And that just snap fits. So super simple. So very nice. We have a super simple little uh, sh external shutter button. So the other thing that I was thinking of doing is maybe adding another tripod um, screw on here just so you can have it like elevated off, but maybe not. This might be enough since a lot of the inner verlometers when we use them on the camera, they're just dangling off the camera yeah. or just on the table. Well, I would say go ahead and add it just so that when you're filming it, you can you can pose it up on one of these tiny tripods like this, for example. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I was so thinking. Prop it up in a way. Yeah. Or you can, you can use it as a handle, and then using one of our quarter twenty to quarter twenty, it'll be literally on the bottom of the camera. You know what I'm saying? So imagine this being oh, the button. Oh, I see. You'd be like click, 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 click. Yeah. That. So that's ah. definitely a that is tripod. a really good idea. That way you can ah. use it as a handle and the trigger button. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a lot of the gimbals idea. have that where you have your control away yeah, from the yeah. camera because that's right. <laughs> Yeah, there. yeah, like the Osmo DJI. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. That. yeah. How many other things? Uh, I don't know, maybe changing the, the shape of it just so it's molded into a hand, but I don't know if I... Really um, I would maybe round off the top there so it's rounded. Oh, right here? Yeah, like just make it completely circle. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. that way it kind of matches the the roundness mm -hmm. of, the, of the button. Mm -hmm. That'd be kind of cool. 
extrude the radius. I don't. Yeah. Think that's the only thing. Or just just you know round it off and make those. Uh, I can't. A little bit more yeah. The PCB oh, the snaps right here. Yeah, that's. What oh, I'm you're right. The PCB. It by the radius. Yeah. Yeah, the PCB isn't round. All right. Well, speaking of PCBs, here's the um. There you go. Here's the product itself. It's um, how many? Five of them. You get five of them for the price of yeah. seven fifty because they have the breakout and the JST and the button caps. I think it comes with an assortment of button caps, but also it comes with the cable. So you don't have to worry about getting the cable. So it's all a kit for you. Um, did you have to snap them off? Bitter? You did. You had these already. I don't oh, know I snapped how you, them off. Okay. I don't know if you snapped them or if you used the the saw to. <laughs> cut them i think you snap them snap i want to say you snap them off oh that's a good idea kirby saying to toggle flip switch cover <laughs> oh that's <laughs> yeah the toggle switch won't work it has to be momentary oh yeah 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 uh, dj Devin is asking about ble um lamar said oh, it does not have it yeah yeah there's no ble support yet and circuit python it would have to be an arduino thing so you definitely oh, okay. have arduino support if you want to go that route mm -hmm. um but if you want to stick with circuit python uh we haven't yeah, had BLE support yet with the s3 uh, chip i did not realize in our internal meetings that the circuit python for this camera is way faster than the arduino yeah i upgraded mine um it's like oh my god when it, i saw we, we've head. reached the point where circuit python yeah it, it, it has a really nice gif and the Game Boy filter is and really beyond fun. that. Just, just programming in it. You don't sit there and wait for all the compiles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like the frame rate is like really smooth and buttery. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, it's that. it's it's a lot better than the Arduino. Is. I guess you could optimize your Arduino one. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Jeff's doing all the filters in it. Yeah, he's anything new filters optimized. So there's a lot of cool stuff coming down. <laughs> there's the Game Boy. Mm. Game Boy Retro. Things gonna do. What do you say? O O C C or no? Uh, OSC. OSC. Do an OSC trigger. Yeah, look at the the lovely um, grain from the Game Boy mode. It's called G Boy. It's <laughs> cool. Yeah. So fun dithered dithered filter. Um, and we have yet to get our hands on the LED board. So imagine oh, having, yeah, yeah. you know, this thing control uh, the oh. camera light. That'd be pretty cool, right? That might be a future project yeah. then. Huh. Um, yeah, so I think a shutter button is a good um, addition as we slowly roll out these, like, additional projects mm -hmm. for it. Man, um, I would like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, like, oh, when you take a picture, it would do one shot with the only half of it. Like, you know how you do your um, Photoshop thumbnails with the gradient stuff? You could do that, like, for real yeah. in camera with just the LEDs. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you have this really cool gradient of a color that's uh, shining on you. Yep. And this so and the CircuitPython software here, it, it already has features control for the LED ring light. So that's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, it's, it's ready to go. Yeah, it's ready to go. Just need to... Yep, so I will uh, play around with that. Um, such a fun project. I'm doing doorbells and bird houses. Yeah. And do the detection of the bird, but we will take snap a picture when like here's audio or when the movement and uh, we can have that trigger the camera. And then uh, IoT stuff, so over the internet stuff. 
lots of really cool stuff coming down the pipeline for these super cool little cameras. The uh -huh. invert. Invert. Mm -hmm. We're just playing with our cameras now. I know. <laughs> so this pretty. colorized thing's pretty cool. It's like Predator, or not Predator, but. Oh, Kirby posted the, the uh, black LEDs. He's thinking of. This is cool. The black LEDs. You see it? Black LED. It's like a dark saber. Oh, Brent says uh, it compiles faster. He has a platform I/O in um, Arduino. Sweet. Four seconds yeah. to compile now. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna start drafting up some case ideas for the Ring IoT doorbell project mm -hmm. that we're gonna collaborate with Brent. So that'll be tomorrow. All right, folks, if you want to get any of the parts we talked about, discount code, it's fidget. For all your fidgety needs. I need to get another spudger so I have one in this room. I don't have to run out and <laughs> grab another Are one. Are the spudgers in stock? Should be. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. How do you spell spud? They are in stock. <laughs> Spudge. They're in stock. Yeah, they're great. My favorite tool. Yeah, I find them better than this thing, the Jimmy from iFixit. Like it's too thick. Yeah, it's yeah, it's too it's too big. I found it too thick. Yeah. Any hoodles. Mm -hmm. Oh nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shannon added it to the cart. Yep. Cool. Absolute must have. Yeah, it's a good tool. All right, we are gonna move on to I think time lapse, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So um, I had uh, I'm new to New England. I moved here 2023 January, so yes. just about a year now. <laughs> and uh, I'm in I'm happy with snow. I've never seen snow in my 30 years growing up in Florida with Pedro. Um, I've never seen snow, so I thought it'd be fun to take our IoT Canary Nightlight project and turn that into a snow mold. So here is our. Time lapse Tuesday video for this week. It's um, a no support hinged print and place design. So you have these two halves. I have it here actually. And it's in, in uh, Fusion. I made the canary and I just created this kind of generic shape of the bird outline. And then I split it in half and then added these, uh, these hinges. So this is my first time making a snow mold, but there are like ducks and. Um, I keep seeing the duck one. Like a this snowman. Really cool. Yeah, like the, the duck detail. one is cool. I got inspired by the duck one. I also saw that there's, um, you know, just a regular ball, like a snowball and a snowman. Um, but I wanted mm -hmm. to, to to reuse one of the designs I already came up with. So the canary mm -hmm. seemed to work out the best. Um, it, it was fun. And um, seeing the different types of snow, so there's like really fluffy snow, and it, it tends to just disintegrate. <laughs> so this snow is a little bit more wet, so that it, it actually shapes uh, better. And it's not like sand, you know, Pedro. You had yeah. your, your share with trying it out with sand, uh -huh. and uh, you know the sand wasn't wet enough. Well, not enough dog pee on it. Right. Okay. So this is it. You got these nice thick beefy hinges that are printed in place. Um, these are the the surfaces that touch the bed, so it just prints like that. No support material required. Um, I would recommend you use like really low infill. I'm surprised that you use such low infill. I use actually your basic ten percent because I wasn't sure how well it was going to turn oh, out. Yeah, I'm usually like at three percent, six percent. 
Yeah. How long did your print take? Was it like eight yeah, hours? However long it said on there. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see. <laughs> um, this took, I think, about six hours. That sounds right. Um, yeah. And I would print it in your regular print set, depending on your printer, right? If you got a bamboo, you probably mm -hmm. print it fast. But this one, like, I tried printing it fast, and it, it, it under-extruded. So yeah. I, I set it back down to, like, 60 millimeters a second, which is your, your kind of default speed. Um, one thing I noticed is, like, when you uh, use it, you really want to add more snow by mm -hmm. not just scooping it like that, but, like, packing more yeah. snow in here. Yeah, with the sand, too. Yeah. I couldn't get the tail to like, I don't know if it's like the way the tail is shaped. I guess it is. Mm. Um, but when you're doing a mold, you don't want these kind of undercuts. So that's what's happening is like the, the ah. tail tends to go inward that way. Yeah. So when you try to release it, it always will come out. So that's just one of the things I learned by um, just trying it out, seeing that the mold, that's the only detail feature of this shape that doesn't come out right mm -hmm. is the tail like it tends to come off because like i said it kind of curves inward inwards towards so to release it, it it's and you tried do it. just packing it in like holding yeah it no it's just the nature of the shape like it's an like it's going inward so no matter what it's gonna rip it off mm. so as, as you kind of sway it open it rips it off maybe if this wasn't hinged <laughs> i guess you could kind of shift it so that it, you, you lift it outwards, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but that's one thing that I noticed. And uh, just pack it here. And this ended up working well as a flush spot to like stand up the birds. As you saw in the video, um, we we put a few of them up. Uh, where is it, near the end? Yeah, I put a few of them up in our little gazebo that we have outside of our apartment. Yeah, so it's able to make a few of them. Nice. And it, they gradually get better, as you see here. This mm -hmm. one really, really looks nice. Right, cool. uh, and there's a little bit of flashing because <laughs> it's mold. oh yeah <laughs> you know flashing it's uh -huh, the, the edges <laughs> the edges yeah of the mold so there's a lot of fun there's a lot of fun experimenting um with this material called snow <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was a lot of fun i had a lot of fun doing that and we have snow right now so i can try it out keep going yeah the day after this what this was last tuesday that i did this Literally on Wednesday, we had a bunch of rain and all the snow went away. Uh, <laughs> we just had some snow come in uh, yesterday. That's literally why I couldn't shoot anything. Like, yeah, I wanted to shoot it, you know, at the Polynesian, and it was rainy and it was cold. I'm like, I mm -hmm. don't want to do this. <laughs> yep. So fun. I hadn't done this before, so it was a lot of fun. Maybe we can do some other fun shapes. Yeah. Next time. I want to do a snowman in the snow or in the sand. Yeah. Snowman sand in the sand. Man. <laughs> Uh, I have the um, files up on printables or mm, yeah, yeah. Fusion share <laughs> link. We have yeah. the I have the step file and the 3D Fusion 3D file. If you want to modify it, um, but that's what it looks like. Um, nice bird canary. Sat on my drawer full of batteries. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. All right, so that's the time lapse. We haven't done our own time lapse design in a while. Next up, uh, we have some community makes. Mm -hmm. We have a handful of them. First up, we have a Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts. This was posted up by Gabriel, and they made two of them. This uh, is a no support print that screws together and has a couple of screws. Um, yeah, they printed in this, this nice gold and silver 
So very nice. Very nice prop from, of course, Kingdom Hearts. And they printed it with their CR10S4. That's a Creality printer. Very, very cool. After that, we have another um, remix for our Heat Set Insert Press. This was posted up by Camel. Camel made a custom soldering iron holder for the arm. There you can see it looks like a, one of those USB-C powered hmm. um, um, soldering irons. Mm -hmm. Very nice. After that, we have a modification, I think, to the Raspberry Pi 5 3D printed case. This was posted up by Pulsar Nova. They added some, um, some little uh, icon engravings hey, to the various ports. So like the power button, USB, looking good. Very nice. And of course, the Raspberry Pi logo, because why not? So you can pick I that up. Checked stock. We have the fours in stock. Like the eight gig, the one gig, the two gig. Okay. Not fives though. <laughs> Just yeah. fours. Do you need a a two-step authentic two auth two-step author for the fours? For the four? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Any hoodle. Thanks for Pulsar for doing that remix. And then here is a iPhone eleven pro bumper case printed in TPU or Ninja Flex. Oh. This was posted up by um, Vag Vag. Say they said nice model. Added my nickname to it to be more personal. Printed in eSun mm -hmm. TPU, and it came out great. Sweet. Here it is, all flexible, net, virtually indestructible. Oh yeah. <laughs> Run it over, <laughs> and it, it'll be fine. So that's their name there. And that's got a little bit of infill, so it gives us that cool texture. It looks like this clear. I didn't know eSun made TPU, so got a lot of options these days for uh, TPU. Which is great. Mm -hmm. I got some Matter Hackers TPU that I use for, uh, I think, some bumpers. <clears throat> Looking for somebody who's got the purple TPU. Yeah, right. The, 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 that's the one thing about NinjaFlex. They had great colors. Yeah. Fantastic colors. so many colors. Oh. Now I just have that, like a sacred spool I have to use on something cool. A sacred spool. <laughs> yeah. Funny. That yeah. one in the sky blue. Because they don't make uh, that yeah, anymore. Just, Nobody makes sky blue. I, I like the green. Their lime green was really nice too. They still they still make that one. Oh yeah. The mm -hmm. darker green they don't have. The forest green, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, folks. That's pretty much the show. Again, before <laughs> we go, coupon code is fidget. You get idea from DJ Devin saying to fill it with water to make dovesicles. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and freeze it. Wait, well, it would leak, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would leak. Oh, yeah, you're right. You but if you leave it outside control. overnight, I suppose it could freeze, if yeah. it's cold enough. Here, it's like yeah. just barely cold enough to freeze. It's 24 degrees mm. Fahrenheit here in New England. Massachusetts. 37 or something? Wait, what? Our coldest here on Sunday, I think. 37. Like well, then ours is going to be like Ooh, 20 more. Yeah. <laughs> 20 less. I think the coldest I last year was like 10 or a single mm. digit, something like that. Yeah, tonight's going to be 19. Yeah, it's 40, and then tomorrow, 72. <laughs> Where's Kirby with his Wisconsin? He's oh, like, man, oh, negatives. <laughs> either it's negative or like five, single yeah. digit. 
Yeah, Sunday's going to be 7 degrees. Seven. And we have a high of 26. <clears throat> it's five right now. <laughs> uh, Negative five. 11. Ah, cool. Squid. Well, make the snowbird. Let me see, let me know. <laughs> it was negative three in the morning. Yeah. yeah. I had fun um, shoveling snow yesterday. Yep. It's a good workout. I, I mean, it's, say. it's it's cool to be cool, but I just don't like how it's 80 and then 30. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah you get on. a really big swing up in Nor uh, down in Orlando. Mm -hmm. Swings. You get to be all coated and hooded up, and then you go to shorts and sandals yeah. in the afternoon. <laughs> Triple the laundry. Uh negative twenty in Montana. <laughs> yeah. Gotta build a snow snow. Oh, uh, that was horrible. Yeah. Thing. All right. Weather is weather. Thanks everybody for uh having fun with us while we do the show. Tonight, we invite you to come on Show and Tell. It's at uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It's going to be hosted by Liz tonight. Come on by on the Discord server a couple minutes before the show, and you can get invited with the StreamYard link at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Tonight is Ask an Engineer with uh, Mr. and Mrs. Lady Ada. Full hour of open source news, hardware, Python, newsletter, Ion MPI, new products, and more. Tomorrow's Thursday, John Park's workshop is on at 4 p.m. Eastern or 2 p.m. Pacific. Foamy, join Foamy Guy on Fridays for a deep dive at 2 p.m. Pacific or 5 p.m. Eastern time. And then wrapping back around... On Sundays is Lady Ada desk stream at random hours on Sunday. Mondays are CircuitPython weekly meetings. Tuesdays is JP's product pick of the week. And wrap around back to Wednesday with our show. And then Ask Engineer and Tell. <laughs> they did the whole slew. All right, folks. We're going to call it. Thanks, everybody, so much for watching. We'll see you next week. But until then, remember to make, make a, a great, great day. day. Adios. Next week.